0: Our Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Spartans Nation. How on earth are you guys doing today? Um, Welcome to Wednesday. Uh, Yes, the day before the Masters. That's right. Uh, And hey, speaking of Masters, we had an awesome episode with James Pyatt, Michigan State golfer. He will be teaming up tomorrow with Hideki Matsuyama, Justin Thomas, the group behind Tiger Woods Group. Also, Yesterday's show. We talked with Dave Klein of Spartanhoops.com, talked about the the Max Christie hoopla, everything going on around him entering the NBA draft, but still holding his college eligibility, and also Dwayne Stevens leaving Michigan State after 19 years to take the Western Michigan job. But on today's episode, it's just me. It's just me. We got a lot to talk about. We got some quotes from football today. Uh, There are some odds, yes, that have already come out for the 2023. Men's basketball national championship. Duh. And we're also going to give some love to the sports that honestly we've kind of n- neglected this whole spring and summer. But hey, it's it's the off-season for basketball, it's the off-season for football. We're gonna give those programs some love here at the end of the show. But before we get to any of that, hey, just have to ask you politely to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, whether you just listen on your podcast services like Spotify, Apple, what have you. Or, hey, subscribe on YouTube. That's right. We, we do this thing on YouTube now. If you want to see this face for some reason, talk about your Michigan State Spartans. Hey, let's go. Let's get nuts. Let's uh, bump those subscriber numbers up. That is always appreciated. Thank you, guys, if you already do subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel. You guys are the best. That's why I absolutely love you. Um, what we all love even more, though, than me talking is well, you know, quotes from the Michigan State football team. And of course, as spring practice tradition is, Monday is media availability uh, for our fine beat writers and columnists and reporters from the, the Michigan State Beat. Uh we didn't get any email Tucker today, but we got some assistant coaches and we got some players as well. So just some things to sift through here on this fantastic Wednesday. That's nice. I'm just availability on Monday. clicking upstairs regardless the football team got to speak with the media and the media well as they do they, they tweeted out some quotes that I thought were very interesting uh whether it be from Chris Solari Matt Wenzel of uh Live, Colton Pouncey got a few in there I just got to shout those guys out before I read some of the things that they tweeted out because if it wasn't for their hard work well this would be a little hard to do uh get some quotes from uh players and coaches so I, I think the biggest storyline that came out of media availability today and listen from spring ball very rarely is anything gonna be world stopping but this was one that was eyebrow raising because okay when it comes to Keon Coleman and Malik Carr and them playing two different sports listen it, it was it, it's awesome it's great it's cool it's a cool story uh awesome that they get to do this but eventually um we gotta start wondering and by we, I mean not just us as fans, but also the coaching staffs for the football team and also the basketball team, have to start wondering how smart this is, or maybe, or just what the end game is. You know what? What, what is the end game here? Because listen, I, I get it. It's awesome that they're both playing college basketball and college football, but at the end of the day, and this is maybe the ugly side of college sports here, is that it would greatly benefit. Michigan state probably as just an athletic department as a whole for both Keon Coleman and Malik Carr to just be awesome at football, then to be good at football and then fine enough at basketball when they do get their limited minutes. But Hey, uh, why, you know, listen to me, opine on it yet and let's just get to the actual quotes so uh they asked Malik Carr about you know what the plan is and Malik Carr said that the plan is to always play both football and basketball in college and that was a promise that was not upheld when he was at Purdue and that's why he transferred from Purdue to Michigan State very clear that Michigan State said like hey yeah if you come here you can play both and uh, he said he was pleased overall with his performance and progress last year Keon Coleman also says a return to basketball will depend on how this fall goes, but he wouldn't mind being on the team again. And then this is where it gets interesting because wide receiver coach Courtney Hawkins, he spoke on this as well and said while talking about Keon Coleman balancing football and basketball, Hawkins said, quote, at some point he'll have to make a decision. Now, what does he mean by at some point he'll have to make a decision? And this is just the honest conversation about it is that it'd be really beneficial to him if he chooses that he wants to have a professional career in football. Am I saying that's going to be impossible if he doesn't just commit his whole springs to football? No, not necessarily, but I think it makes it very hard. I think it makes it a little hard being away from the football program just, yeah, just a few weeks in the spring. But a lot can happen there. Like, that's when you're trying to climb up the depth chart that right now has a hole in it. And yes, you rejoin the team. And yeah, they say that, you know, there was no step lost or anything like that. And that's all fine and well. But as we go through the years here, and I, I get that Matt Tran did this almost 20 years ago, though, and didn't have the NFL or NBA pedigree. So yeah, maybe he could have been like that. Whereas guys like Malik Carr, I think can shape their way into an NFL draft. Kian Coleman can shape his way into an NFL draft. So to take it a little more seriously, maybe we stop playing like just a few minutes here or there in basketball and really focus full time on football. But hey, again, I'm just one idiot with a microphone, and that's what I'm saying. But it sounds like the coaches kind of are starting to have those thoughts too. Like, okay, this was fun for a year maybe but please don't do it next year it's time to start making like a decision that will impact the rest of your life here like hey this is cool you got the basketball jersey got the football jersey maybe we work on getting that NFL jersey one day and I don't know if playing two minutes in the dead of January against Nebraska on a uh, at Breslin Center is really going to help us here. So I just thought that was interesting that they talked about it. Listen, it's not like Courtney Hawkins said anything like wildly candid, but I thought just the fact that he said at some point he'll have to make a decision kind of leaves that out in the air. All right, to leave that topic uh, behind and still talk about wide receivers is uh, Courtney Hawkins also said that uh, there are no starters in the wide receiver room just yet, which is just Chef's kiss to coach speak in the off season. Um, but also I, I 80% believe him and that 20% is, well, okay. He kind of funnels right into this too. He also did mention that Jaden Reed is one of the best wide receivers, not just in the conference, but the entire country. So, okay. Jaden Reed's got a starting job. We don't have to lie to ourselves about that. And naturally, you think that Trey Mosley gets the wide receiver number two job and that's fine. I, I, hey, listen, You want a hype-trained conductor, probably a guy that inflates uh, someone's stock way higher than it should be. That's me on Trey Mosley. I love that kid. I think he's great. I think he's due for a big year. But with that said, we got some talent in this wide receiver room. Like, oh, the guy we just talked about, Keon Coleman. He has a really good offseason. He has all the skills and just the build there to be an awesome, awesome number two guy. Montori Foster. Also has to have his name in the mix as well. you got guys like Terry Lockett, um, Blanket, I'm I'm so sorry, uh, Christian uh, Christian Fitzpatrick right now. And then also, not totally unheard of for freshman wide receivers to get their name in the mix as well. And I I got my eye on what four-star wide receiver Jeremy Bernard can do in his first year. Am I expecting a lot? No, realistically, no, not really. But, man, I, I think there's an outside shot that he maybe gets into the mix here for that fourth receiver role. And then maybe the third receiver role, should there be an injury or something like that. So, yeah, I think it's a very fascinating room, very talented room that Courtney Hawkins has to work with. So, yeah, he. No, we don't have a spring lineup yet. Outside of Reed, yeah, I believe him. I do. And there's uh, another coach that spoke. As well as his Harlan Barnett, he spoke about the topic of the offseason, the secondary. Oh, that's secondary. Uh listen, hey, did not go well at all last year. So Harlan Barnett trying to put some good vibes out there into the atmosphere. And he, he acknowledged that last year was not good and that his players know last year was not good. And he also said that quote, it is a totally different room for MSU at cornerback. Okay, that's odd. There are a lot of the same names. That's not what he meant by that. He meant compared to last year, last spring when they were completely shorthanded, you got the whole room together. Now, almost everyone is healthy. He did mention that Chuck Brantley uh, cannot hit. He is in the non-contact Jersey. And if we remember, Hey, listen, the, the interception against Michigan was awesome. But if you remember the rest of Chuck Brantley's game, he tries to kill you every single day. Like he tries to just rip your face off. And, uh, That's got to hurt, not being physical so far in practice right now. And also, a little fun fact from defensive end Chris Boggle. He also spoke as well. Said he transferred from Florida uh, because he, well, yeah, he wanted something new. I think that's been well-established now. The former top 70 recruit did not get off to a hot start at Florida. Wants greener pastures. But... His previous relationship with Mel Tucker uh, helped in joining the Spartans. because, yeah, when Tucker was at Georgia, he really wanted Chris Boggle down in Athens. And now, hey, he's got him up in East Lansing. And, hey, hopefully Chris Boggle can meet his goals of uh, what he said was first-team All-American, which, go for it. Shoot high, man. You got a great coaching staff to get you there. You got a great build to get you there. Why not? And then All-Big Ten and, hey, honor roll. That's right, because Michigan State Spartans, they go to class, baby. Um, we will be back in a hot second. We're going to switch sports up, though. But first, got to talk to you fine folks about Built Bar. Yeah, Built Bar. Uh, I had a a fantastic Twitter follower reach out to me and say that I bought Built Puffs because of you. And to that, I say thank you very much. You are the all-time best. Uh, Really, can't thank you enough for reaching out either. Built Puffs, guys. Let's just start with those. Are Dynamite, they are the cat's pajamas and the bee's knees. They are wrapped in 100% chocolate. They are the first protein-infused marshmallow, and their flavors that they have are out of control. Like, cinnamon churro it has no business going that hard, but it absolutely does. Also, the classic flavors, too, guys, like mint brownie, uh, peanut butter brownie. You got toffee almond sometimes in the mix. If you're an old soul like me and you love a good toffee treat, yeah. Built Bar's got all sorts of incredible flavors. And they also got a promo code just for you. Go to Built.com. Smash in promo code LOCKED15, and that's going to get you 15% off your order. That's right. Built Bar is hooking you up with a promo code LOCKED15 at built.com to stock up on your built Bars. And before getting into 2023 National Championship Odds for Basketball, hey, I just want to thank you all for making Locked On Spartans your first listen. Every single day here in the Locked On Podcast Network, our fine friends, at BetOnline.net, do what they do best, and that is throwing betting chum to the water for. Uh, I was going to say piranhas like me to eat, but I listen. I I, I don't. I don't really bet that. My I love betting. I love betting almost more than anything, but I also do it like two or five dollars at a time. So I guess I'm just a, a minnow when it comes to the sports betting world. Regardless, one bet responsibly. Uh, two. Let's get into the national title odds. And if you're not a betting person, I still think that, hey, it's still an interesting conversation to have just to see where Michigan State stacks up. Because we have a lot of these, oh, the two early top 25, and right now Michigan State is missing out on every list I've seen, to be honest. Maybe you've seen one where you've seen the Spartans pop up there, but the handful I've read, they're off. And the odds kind of reflect that right now. So right now, Michigan State is sitting at 66 to 1 odds. To win next year, which is kind of sorta middle of the pack ish as far as like good teams go. You know, of course you got your teams that are like 125 to 1 and all that stuff, but no, they're they're kind of yeah, what they were this year, right outside the top 25. And so that's kind of what Vegas is projecting Michigan State to be next year. I think a really good or interesting. Reference point though, to this 66 to one odds is where they were last year going into the season, which was also right outside the top 25. But for some reason last year, they were 22 to one, 22 to one going into the season last year. And as far, Hey, listen, as far as like AP rankings go, like it'll probably be very close to that. Like they'll probably be the first, if not one of the first teams out of the top 25 rankings, but right now, at 66 to 1 odds, I mean, I, I, I would buy those odds. I, I don't hate those odds because I think that, that not only would they get better as the season starts, perhaps, but also maybe as this offseason goes along, too. I, I think that maybe the 66 to 1 probably factors in that Max Christie is going to go to the NBA draft and stay in there. Now, is that a guarantee? No, it's not. He could come back. Now, does that shoot Michigan State up to like 10 to 1 odds? No. But it certainly helps. Let's say they land Jalen Bridges in the transfer portal. Let's say they get, I don't know, Terrence Shannon or any of these other great players that they've reached out to. Let's say they get a center. Let's say they get nuts. Let's say this roster looks a lot better than it did, well, right now as it stands with Max Christie. Effectively, we'll call him off the roster right now. And then no transfers in right now. Let's say a month passes by. And, okay, Christie is back. We do have two transfers. Things are looking okay. Okay. You're starting to look at a Michigan State team that might not be a 66-1 to team anymore. And I think it's interesting, too, is that Michigan State is the third best team as far as the odds go in Vegas. Right now, Michigan leads the pack. They're at 18-1 to odds right now. Vegas seems to love them. I think they suspect a lot of guys will come back for them, whether it be uh, Dickinson, Diabate, uh, Houston. Uh, Yeah, and number two in the Big Ten is Purdue. But they're still at a whopping forty to one odds. Michigan State's also tied with Indiana and OSU. Right behind them, you got Illinois at eighty to one, Wisconsin at eighty to one. And if you want to get nuts and you love the Huskers this year or the Golden Gophers, both teams are the worst in the Big Ten at five hundred to one odds. But the interesting part with the odds amongst the Big Ten teams. Is that it's not like they're predict- predicting some monster Big Ten team this year. Like, this is a pretty vulnerable Big Ten next season. And I mean, how many times have you seen Michigan State kind of sit there, have an okay season, and then see other programs around the conference lose some big players and then jump all over it and then are, yeah, they're the second best team in the conference. By the time the tournament rolls around, You're probably looking at like a four seed or a three seed if you finish second in the Big Ten. Ideally, I know it's not a perfect world, but hey, allow me to spitball here. This is just a long way of me saying that sixty-six to one odds. Hey, if you're a betting man, and hey, even if you're a a low better like I am for the low price of like two bucks, bet two bucks. Win. Oh God, I got to do some Spartan math here. One hundred thirty-two dollars. That's right. You like that? I think my mom will like that. She's a math teacher. I think she'll be very proud of me right there. First time in a long time she'll be proud of me. Um, but, yeah, that's that's kind of where I sit right there. Um, if you want to just hey, poke around betonline.net and see what else is out there, uh, go find out those odds because I think it's also worth noting, too. Let's just round out the segment with this. You're probably wondering, well, okay, who on earth is the top team in the nation? It's not a team I thought. I'll tell you that. I knew that they'd be good next year, but I did not know Arkansas. Arkansas would be the top team at ten to one odds. There's three teams right behind them at eleven to one. That'd be Duke, Gonzaga, Kentucky, and then Houston and Kansas and North Carolina all sit at fourteen to one odds. And just to round out your top ten, you got UCLA at sixteen to one, Arizona eighteen to one, and like I said earlier, Michigan eighteen to one as well. So. There's no real dominant team going into next season. Uh, Yeah, but that's college basketball. That's no really grand sweeping take that I'm making here. So, hey, there you have it. Once again, betonline.net is the place to go. Not, not just for this either, but also, hey, Masters is starting up pretty soon. So go check out the odds they have for that as well. We will be back in a hot second to shine love on a ton more Spartan programs than just football or basketball. That's right. But uh, first, uh, I just got to talk to you fine folks about Rockado. Woo! Gang, w- w- with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning from the dealership? Like, oh, does your Honda Civic take a Skibble, geeber? I don't know. I, I, that, that might be a car part. It might not be. I don't know. I, I, all I know is that my car has a steering wheel, and I need to fill it up with gas every once in a while. But beyond that, I don't know anything about cars, but the fine folks at Rock Auto, they do. They got you taken care of with great prices, because why would you pay 30 50 or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? You would only do it if you were a circus clown. That's right. Here here uh but you're not a circus clown you're a person that likes saving money and using an easy website so go check out rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there hey how'd you hear about us box so we know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low, ah, low prices all the parts your car will ever need that's rockauto.com all right there's more to life Oddly enough, I know, contrary to popular belief, there's more to life than just Michigan State football or just Michigan State basketball. That's right. We also got some other Michigan State sports, too, that need our love because, hey, I'm so sorry, um, really did not do a good job of shining light on these sports that we're about to go over. But, hey, with the offseason, what better time to talk about uh, track and field, gymnastics than right now. So, uh, listen, I started the show with this. You probably saw it online. Uh, James Pyatt, I'll say it one more time just because I'm so fired up about this kid playing this week. Uh, James Pyatt paired up with Hideki Matsuyama, of course, the Masters champion last year, and Justin Thomas at 1045 right behind Tiger Woods' group. And I think there's a pretty good shot that they'll be one of the featured groups on Masters.com. That's one of the best parts about the Masters. I'm sorry, I'm already going off on a tangent. One of the best parts about the Masters is that you go to Masters.com and you could, there's so many like viewing options for you that you don't need to pay for, and it's great. So hopefully that featured group is one that we can just hone in on for 18 holes to, hey, check out our Michigan State Spartan at Augusta. And not the only golfer that's played Augusta this year, and hey, shout out to the women's team, and shout out to Valerie Plata. She competed in the Augusta National Women's Amateur last week, uh, missed the cut, shot an 80 and a 76, but uh, I'll be damned if me especially, uh, you included, uh, could shoot anywhere close to an 80 or a 76 at Augusta National. So shout out to uh, Valerie for, hey, representing Michigan State golf before James Pye does it too. Look at that. Two Spartans in two weeks playing Augusta National in probably some, yeah, two of the most massive tournaments that they could. I mean, yeah, that's, God, how how does it get better in, in the world of golf? I I don't think it does. Uh, let's switch to women's hoops. It's their offseason as well. Nia Cloudin, who, uh, baller, by the way, and I'm not the only one to think that uh, as, yeah, the, the fine voters of the All-American teams also think that as well. Nia Cloudin is the 11th Spartan to earn All-American honors as she landed on the honorable mention list. Just like I said, 11th Spartan to ever do that. Uh, she averaged a smooth, a smooth 20 points per game and if you remember all the way back I believe it was December if not early January dropped a 50 burger a fit a 50 burger on Florida Gulf Coast and also hey some exciting transfer news yeah the the men's team doesn't have any exciting transfer news yet but uh, the, the women's team is getting 2020 Miss Basketball Gabby Elliott to Michigan State. She was at Clemson, but, uh, hey, played her high school ball at Detroit Edison, that fantastic girls' basketball program. Of course, not too far from East Lansing. And she landed on the All-ACC freshman team two seasons ago, played 12 games for the Clemson Tigers this year, and then entered the transfer portal. She's coming on home. So, yes, they lose Nia Cloudon, who put her name in the WNBA draft, but also... Uh, getting a pretty solid player there. So, Hey, uh, Susie merchant, uh, so, solid job there. There we go. I know probably not the season that they were looking for. I did smack dab 500, but Hey, you know, listen, you had a shining star on your team. That's always fun. And also Gabby Elliott in the transfer portal. Bang. And if, uh, you thought I was going to stop this episode without talking about gymnastics, you're out of your mind, uh, because they had one of their best seasons. Uh, Yeah. Well, no, quite literally of all time. Uh, This is the first time they've reached the postseason in six years. So, uh, bang, that's just a great, great trend right there. And then also they had their best finish at the regional meet out west. I believe it was in Seattle uh, since 1998. Their best finish to a season since 1998. And they recorded their best team score ever. So, yes, we don't do a lot of gymnastics talk on Lockdown Spartans. But when we do, we we have to talk about this because uh, great things going on in that program. Fantastic work, ladies. And especially Skyla Schulte, freshman who is going to go to the national meet in a week and a half on the beam. She is the 12th Spartan of all time to qualify for nationals ever. So, yes, maybe you don't really think about Michigan State as a gymnastics school. But in the year of our Lord, 2022, uh, why not? Let's do it. So, yeah, shout-out to the gymnastics. Shout-out to Skylar Schulte. Good luck at nationals. And last but not least, track and field, getting their season started as well. John Petruno, this time I'm about to read off is ridiculous. He broke a 35-year-old MSU record in the 1,500 meters, three minutes, 40 seconds, and 43 hundredths of a second. I went for a jog today. I went for a jog today. I, I ran two miles at a nine-minute-and-one-second pace. The fact that this guy almost did a mile in three minutes and 40 seconds, I almost started dry heaving and throwing up. Um, Also, they had their Spartan invite, too. This is where uh, they invite a lot of the directional and smaller schools to East Lansing for a meet. Michigan State uh, thrashed it completely. Our All-American and friend of the program, Morgan Beatlescombe. That's right, we had him on last summer. Uh, He's off to a hot start as well. He took first place. An events there. So yeah, a big year coming up for Michigan state track and field. It's kind of what you expect, honestly, though, very strong program going on in cross country, in track and field over in East Lansing. So yeah, wanted to give those programs a little bit of love there. So thank you guys for that. Also, Hey, we do this five days a week here on the lockdown podcast network. And before signing off and sending you into the sunset of your night or your morning or your day or your lunch break or whatever, just want to thank you for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, segment ideas, uh, you just want to yell at me. I, hey, I, I get it. I get it. Spartans at gmail.com is the place to find us. So, gang, blow up the inbox there. It's the off season. We're going to have some fun. Uh, a lot of quirky segments coming up. But, hey, and then also, well, yeah, we, we do talk about the breaking news when it happens. So, gang. Love you all. You're all the best. Go green. Have yourself a great day.